Welcome back to Morning Trade Live. I'm Caroline Woods. And for Oliver Rennick, let's bring in Craig Basinger, Basinger now, Chief Market Strategist at Purpose Investments. Good morning, Craig. Thanks for being here. Morning, Caroline. Thanks. Before we get started with your stock picks, I'd like to ask first how companies in the durable goods space are positioned in this current market. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, I, and I was listening to your last guest. It, it's uh, it's been really challenging in sort of some of the changes of behaviors that this pandemic and then subsequent uh, inflationary environment are causing people to undertake. But I think one of the broader trends that we've seen, uh, you know, during the pandemic with less mobility, people just spent more money on durables. I mean, everybody was spending more money on whether it's cars, home improvements, uh, Apple iPhones, you know, the, the list goes on and on. And what we're starting to see now and increasingly is that, you know, that is starting to pivot back to normal, back to more normal trends, uh, which from our perspective means that it's, you know, starting to be increasingly a headwind for a lot of those companies that benefited from that uh, changed in consumer patterns previously uh, and starting to sort of pivot back more towards service companies uh, and away from more of the durables or goods producers. Yeah, we've seen it with Wayfair and Restoration Hardware, RH as well, with analysts saying customers, if they're going to have limited funds, they want to spend it on trips and not uh, not necessarily furniture. But uh, I know you have a few stock picks uh, with you today. First up, Medtronic. Why is that on your list? Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, we've been uh, we've been sort of pivoting back away from the the durables and the goods and into sort of services, which we kind of bucket healthcare in as well. And I mean, where Medtronic kind of fits in even a little better is, you know, with with the reduced surgery uh, and hospital capacity over the last couple of years, because it's obviously been taken up on it for other reasons. Uh, a lot of elective surgeries have been sort of postponed, and you know, the fact is, people have been aging and requiring a lot of those elective surgeries at an equal pace, that didn't go away. Uh, and, you know, there's a fair bit of catch up to be done. And I think that just sort of outlines for that, for this company, just a, a pretty healthy growth trajectory in sort of the, the quarters and years ahead. All right, Medtronic down about a half a percent today, but up 8% for this year. Another one of your picks, not necessarily a service, but some would say a staple, and that's Starbucks. Uh, despite Howard Schultz coming in and getting rid of the share buyback program, that's a buy for you? Yeah, I mean, it was, so this is a recent buy for us, and, and a lot of it is on sort of the upheaval on the leadership side. And, I mean, Schultz is fantastic, but, you know, that's a temporary position. They're going to find somebody else, whether internal or external, time will tell. But it's it's really on sort of the, the share price being beaten down. And there's no question, like, there's a lot of – you know, there's a lot of headwinds for this company. It's got some labor issues, obviously. Uh, I mean, doesn't everybody have labor issues? But, you know, anybody who employs a lot of people seems to at the moment with wages. Well, it has the, unionization the, issues as well, not just labor issues. Yeah, in little pockets, unionization as well. So, you know, it's got sort of these these things, that, these headwinds for the company, which clearly in our minds is reflected in the beaten down share price. And so, again, like a lot comes down to, you know, there's bad news, but then, you know, what are you paying for and how much is priced in? And, you know, if you sort of look past this sort of uh, this period, I think what you'll find is that, you know, they they really called a lot of their stores over the last few years and they reduced the share, uh, the store count, which, you know, was was the right response when when many 
areas of high traffic just weren't seeing the people walking through them anymore. Uh, and what we're starting to see now is obviously the traffic patterns are again getting back to normal, which I think it also opens the door for a, a number of those stores to sort of reopen or reappear in those areas. And I think that'll just sort of fuel growth uh, in the coming in the coming quarters ahead. And given where the share price is, I think it's uh, you've got a bit of a, a safety margin. Yeah, it's down about one and a quarter percent today, but 30 down 30 percent year to date. Just finally, want to just ask in terms of your strategy. Obviously, you talked about this pivot away from goods to services. I saw in your note that you're you think the first correction may be over, but expecting a, a second correction later this year. So knowing that with the risk that's in the market, the uncertainty, what's the best way to position yourself to take advantage of some of the updates, but to kind of limit some of the downside risk? Yeah, I mean, you know, I think this year is going to, well, I think this year has already proved to be extremely challenging, um, not just because we're, you know, obviously we have an inflationary problem, we have a war problem, we have uh, central bank pivoting problems. I mean, all these things are sort of piling on the markets, which I think is going to, you know, when the year started, we were expecting to cause a fair bit of gyrations, both up and down. Um, and, and right now, I think we're sort of just coming out of one of the down periods and hopefully, knock on wood, this uh, we're getting a bit of a reprieve here. Um, I, I, but we also think, you know, as, as growth slows down, and it's really amazing how quickly the market has pivoted from, you know, thinking the, the central banks were going to remain dovish for much longer to this period of extreme hawkishness and already starting to price in like the risk of a recession on the horizon. Like it's just so amazing how quickly the markets jump onto a theme in this day and age. Uh, but, you know, I think one, this expansion isn't over. Like, I mean, for sure, the economic growth is going to slow down, but calling a recession now, I think, is just extremely premature. So I, I think as the data sort of wanes back and forth as this year progresses, and that could be inflationary data or growth data, we're going to see sort of markets go go back and forth and have a fair bit of volatility and probably end, actually end the year roughly flat. Um, we don't see a recession at this point. There are some canaries out there. I mean, the yield curve, the spike in oil prices, consumer sentiment. But then there's also a number of sort of really positives out there as far as the health of the consumer, uh, the balance sheet of the consumer, the balance sheet of corporations. So you sort of put it all together. And I think we just sort of have a slowing growth environment, which means certainly tilt more towards services, certainly tilt a bit more towards defensives. Um, but again, I don't think the cycle ends, uh, certainly not this year. And I think it's a little premature to say it's going to be 2023 as well. All right, we'll leave it there. Roughly flat, I should say, is actually higher than where we are now. So I guess that's a little bit glass half full. Craig Basinger, Chief Market Strategist, Purpose Investments. Thanks so much.